All right. Already. Your belief is personal connections are secondary. Survival takes priority now. That's a good one. I like it. Simple. Good starting goal. We'll see how it adapts over time. Uh, your goals are I'm going to kick... <laughs> I'm going to knock some sense into Zuzu. That's violent. I will take uh, the hit for one of the other party members. Okay. I'm going to get a little treasure. Doesn't even have to be a whole lot. Just as a snack. Just a snack? Hey, listen. You're not going to deny me a little treasure. Just, just a little. Just a little as a snack. Cora, I will reveal my holy abilities in a time of need. All right. Uh, I will find common ground. Yeah, I think that was we talked about that one. I like that. That's good. I didn't even realize Cora had not. Well, I don't. I don't want to get into it too much until we see it. But yeah, it's crazy you haven't cast a spell yet. Um, I will find common ground with one or more of my fellow legionnaires. That's good. I like that one a lot. Um, I will work towards contacting the mother of the boys. All right. Wait till you see the tokens I made for the freaking boys. It's a Beavis and Butthead. It is. Yeah. Oh, oh my I, god. Okay, so I oh, really didn't no. care about them before. But now in my heart. Oh good. At two <laughs> sickly Edwardian children. You gotta black out one of those eyes though. <laughs> yeah. That's true. They don't look star well the the younger one does not look starved enough. I've been feeding him. Looks very very prim and proper. Please, mister, may I have some more? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've had your share, Porky. Back of the line. Oi, can you spare a quid? Me mom pa dead. <laughs> There's soup. Love it. Soup is so much cuter. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> Honestly, now that he has a picture, I don't trust soup in the slightest. That look, he looks like if you took your eyes off of him, he would eat Roscoe. <laughs> I'm gonna get him a muzzle, don't worry. I don't trust you, Soup! <laughs> Hold on, let me show you the full picture of Soup, because the artwork is really rad. Uh, if I can fucking find it again, maybe I won't be able to. It's perfect for our world, like the full picture of Soup. It's just, you know, full pictures don't make great tokens, usually. Too oh, yeah. Too small. Too small. You know, Cora's the only one smiling in her token. Uh, Rachel Trash is True. smiling in my profile picture. <laughs> it seems like a lot of the women in that thing that it's generated her were smiling. Yeah, that's not true. Dante's smiling. Is yeah. he? Yeah, he's got a big old grin. He's you just so tiny. Tall. I'm yeah. zooming way out. Yeah. Oh, he's smiling. He, I see teeth. He's yeah. Got that, that devilish grin. That was, that was such a, a subtle token. Like, I could not find the perfect token. It went, eh, this is close enough. It's All right, good. I see him. I got teeth. He looks I see him. 48, but you know, it's cool. Mine is famed skeptic James Randy. And, uh, <laughs> rip. That's who I thought it was. And I was like, I was like, man, that looks a lot like James Randy. Where did he find this exactly pilgrim guy? I thought it was too. It's definitely that's who he is. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy, I miss him. Sorry, I think for mine is a southern farmer who sits out on the porch with a shotgun. Oh, that is sick art, by the way. Ooh. I... Oh, that's 
That's Soup? That's who we saved? He has a gun? Who gave Soup a gun? You guys had a bunch of rifles on your boat. Where did you drop it at? In the uh, oh, Roll20 chat. Oh, shit. Oh, oh, it's way down here. Oh, that's, oh, that's uh, badass. <laughs> that's really good. I feel like it's My perfect. Dude. Like, the face is just crazed enough. Yeah. I dig it. I want to play that character now. I, I, I think I have a backstory for him just now. <laughs> is that a vest or is that his fur? Is he wearing the fur of another? No, that's his fur. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a vest. No, he has his vest. I think he's, I think he's just like girl. kind of magey and shaggy and his chunks and like, you know, big matted areas taken out of it. So it's like fl fluffy on his shoulders and matted on his ribs. We risk our lives for this thing. <laughs> not, not all of us. We will find him a home and cherish him forever. Those legs. I'm gonna integrate him into society so it's a playable race in the next campaign. <laughs> Soup, we got. I mean, yeah, I mean, I got plans. I got plans. I think it's it's really Soup's story. I think I think that's what I've gathered from the campaign so far. <laughs> that makes sense. Soup's stories, and we're he's, all just side characters in it. He's just becoming a DM PC. I'm writing uh, all of the session logs under, you know, his viewpoint. So they're just blah blah blah. Soup. <laughs> I think by, by the end he's gonna be like, "Dear friends, we've been through so much together." <laughs> it was a trick all along. <laughs> Dark and stormy nights have blown in. This entire this entire ruse was a test to see if you were worthy of my gifts, and you are. You all get one wish from me, soup. One wish. Do you Although know my real name is Alabaster McCain the third. <laughs> Zuzu, do you know what the tr treasure in the desert really was? Friendship. <laughs> <laughs> fucking killing you. Fucking killing you right now. Yeah. If someone ever tried to say that to me, I would maul them immediately. Especially after it's like I didn't want to be in this desert. God damn it! All right. Okie dokie. So <clears throat> let's start the session. You find yourselves at night in the entrance to the crypt of the cat god, or one of the many. Um, and yeah, if you recall, a stone, heavy stone fell and blocked the entrance just as you came down the stairs. <clears throat> but you can still hear through the cracks around the stone uh, the people chasing you on the, on the other side. Uh, so they were going to the other entrance to cut you off. So you don't really know how much time you have. It is entirely pitch black down here as well. Does anybody... Strike a torch. We may have established this last time, but I can't remember. Assuming we have torches. Yes, I do. We. <laughs> oh wait, yeah, we we were on a, a ship with all kinds of like goods and stuff. I'm sure they had torches on there, right? right. We never really addressed what we got off the ship. Well, I, I don't think you were planning on abandoning it yet, right? You just. Yeah, had... I didn't think we just stripped it. Yeah. Well, when we went back to it, I, everybody grabbed something. People said they, everyone said they're like, oh, hey, I grabbed a little bit before we run off, so I'm not sure. 
what that got us. Yeah, I didn't definitely didn't think about grabbing anything uh, because I guess we knew what we were doing when we got off the second time, though. So I feel like I feel like like torches are something you would take with you because we were getting off with the plan to like stay the night. I would want a torch, at least one. Okay, well, uh, let's see if uh, there were torches to be had. We didn't roll for what was on there? I thought I could have swore we did. Uh, we kind of moved too quickly, and we just never addressed what all was we grabbed. Like We know Cedric pulled a bow from the bottom and some arrows, but that's as much as you told us was on there other than cannons. Okay, let's see. Yeah, and a chain that I shot out of a cannon. So that yeah, have that chain, anymore. cannon, some black powder, and maybe some rifles, I think. I feel like there's so much that happened that we just kind of didn't, you know, like, oh, here we are now. Hold on, this is not the role I want. Ah, uh, yes, a uniform. I grabbed it myself. My name is Deckard Kane, and I'm looking for the heraldic device. <laughs> That's the heraldic cube. <laughs> yeah, I know. I believe. That's exactly what I thought of when I read that, though. It's like the heraldic cube? Stay a while and listen. <laughs> you didn't grow up quoting that. You did not live a true nerd lifestyle. Yeah, that and... Hey, what can I do for you? <laughs> what are you buying? My other... Yep. What are you selling? I think my last go-to was, Hey, yeah, it's me, M-O-N. Oh, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Did that one for years, like from 10 all the way up to 20. I really thought I had a little gear table in here to roll random gear, but I guess I don't right now. One sec, I'll tell you what we got. <clears throat> Let's look at the shops. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Nice. Uh, so you can roll. Or I guess I'll roll it. Six, three, and five. So one, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, so ten foot chain. Three, two, three. I'm typing it in as you say it. Uh, UD six garlic slash herbs. That's not super useful. And one, two, three, four, five UD six iron spikes. That would have been helpful with the cannon. So with that garlic. <laughs> Let me roll two more. <clears throat> Five and one. A jug of oil, UD6. Nice.
Um, and then 50-foot rope. And I'll go ahead and just say, because I didn't roll it, uh, torches too. I think it would just make sense. They would have one UD6 bundle of torches. So 50-foot rope. <coughs> and one UD6 bundle of torches. That's what you're able to claim from the ship. <coughs> just All right. Torches. Yeah. <clears throat> Who wants to take what? I'm gonna go ahead and recommend that someone that has all their arms and appendages take torches. Don't we all have our? Oh. Uh, <laughs> Marco looks down at his missing arm. No, I reckon not all of us do. Ah. Uh. Oops. Need to lock that in. If nobody's jumping for him, I guess I can carry the torches. <laughs> I'll grab the, the, the spikes. I'll grab the spikes and chain unless someone wants one of those. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I would have much of a use for anything. Well, I mean, I have the garlic in my purse, my denim purse. Okay, so it's garlic, chain, spikes, torches, and it's all have the oil. The, say oil, and we want to take a rope. I could take the rope. There you go. Yeah, I recommend you keep that oil on hand because um, torches aren't known to last forever. We might need to make some of our own if need be. All the top cocktails. So last session you said there were was there cracks around the door so we could hear their voices or something? Right, yeah. That's not it's just like a big heavy roughly rectangular stone that fell from the ceiling. So it's not like a perfect fit in the hallway. There's like an inch or 2 inch crack on one side, you know. All right. What are we looking at here? I may have something that can give us a sense of what's out there and Cedric reach, reaches into his pocket and pulls out a handful of something and then kind of pulls up his hand to his mouth and blows and are the, is the torch lit yet yeah also dante lit up a torch okay so you guys see bugs kind of uh flitter away go little ones yes tell, go, go and tell me what you see and he sends his little swarm of ladybug familiars through the crack of the door and I don't think he could like, like talk with them, but he could feel a sense of what they saw out there, kind of. Ooh, he has ladybug familiars. That's pretty cool. Yep, I rolled it. That's what I got. Nice. I like that a lot. So, um, they, yeah, they scurry out the crack. Um, I think we established this last campaign. Like, they can pretty much answer yes or no questions, right? And I don't know. I I never used. Uh, no, I never used. Yeah. yeah, we did Night, it with... Uh, the other group had a familiar, and yeah, they used him a lot, and he, he was a crab, and he could answer yes or no questions. Because they're, like, intelligent enough to understand you, you know, um, and do your bidding. They just can't, like, speak your language, per se. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so anyway, yeah, your ladybugs crawl out in a little stream outside. 
uh, and disappear for a while. I don't know how good of a look you want them to get, but they'll like fly up and survey the whole area because they can fly. Yeah, let them fly around, do their thing, get a do a little scoping out. Nice. Uh, if we've got a minute, Cora would like to kind of lean over um, and kind of just wh whoever soup is not by, just kind of say like, "What happened? How's he still? What happened?" Because she was at the boat, so I think she's. I don't think we ever like acknowledge that. Hey, we turned around and I thought he was going to die and like here he is you know who do you say that to Just, I don't know who he's like where is soup I guess he's with you guys I mean you are <clears throat> well let me describe this first room to you if you want to get into that uh, first before we kind of get into what soup's doing um, so you strike the torch and you kind of head down into, uh, you know, this this large kind of wide stone staircase leads down into a, <clears throat> a low, dark, kind of very long chamber. It's like perfectly rectangular. Hold on, my roll 20 is frozen, otherwise I would show you what this little map thing you're looking at actually means. Wow, my roll 20 just completely froze when I tried to upload something. There we go. So this weird, like, kind of little overlay you guys are looking at is how I like to do dungeon crawls sometimes. It gives you a really nondescript, like, look at where you are in the dungeon without showing you the complete dungeon and, you, you know, not necessarily showing you the way back from where you came. Each, like, square is just like a, I don't know, 10 or 15 foot square. It's not exact. But so this first one here, see that one? You see my ping? That's the staircase. Yeah, I'll make it smaller. And you guys kind of come down into this big room. There we go. I do this because I want you to use your imagination rather than the map to show you, like, kind of what you're seeing. So the room that you walk into has three exits. It's got a hallway to your left, hallway to your right, and a hallway on, the, like, you know, the other side of the room for you, from where you came down the staircase, and you make it even smaller. There we go, that's better. <clears throat> so you got an exit to your left, right, and ahead of you. The exit at the other end of the room, though, looks like it was maybe a staircase or something, but it's almost completely caved in and just, like, filled with rubble. And standing between you and that exit across from you in the middle of this kind of long chamber is a huge cat sculpture, kind of like the one up top from when you came in, but a little smaller. If we're gonna get deeper into this place, someone needs to be holding. No, someone needs to be trying to chart a map. No, we don't. Unless anyone's got parchment they haven't heard us about, someone should try and devote where we'll go to memory. Uh, I do have these menus that I swiped from uh the jail. The one side says onion mash, but the other side's blank. Does anybody have any chalk? I, if we have something to write with, that would be perfect to use. Uh, fortunately, I'm afraid I ain't got much in the way of ratting instruments. Wait, didn't you guys find chalk on the boat, or no? Didn't no. list chalk. <laughs> no, never mind, okay. I just read it on the table. That's all. You could just leave a trail of the paper, you know, drop a little piece, 
Keep going, drop a little piece. Keep going. I'm happy to work with that, if that's what we've got to resort to. We could also try, like, scratching in the... Is that, like, thick paper, or is it kind of, like, is it, like, wispy? Well, it's just Do I believe we have time this? I'm sorry. Yeah, they are coming down here to find us. They saw us walk in. We should probably get a move on. Uh, one moment, my uh, ladybugs will be back shortly. I couldn't leave without them, and they may give us some valuable intel. Yeah, it's going to take the ladybugs five or so minutes to get back, <clears throat> if you guys want to wait. I'll start tearing the, um, a couple, not all of them, but a few into, like, strips that might not, you know, and kind of walk, crinkle them up a little bit so they're a little heavier, so that way they don't just float away, you know. I think we also need to discuss what happens if they come upon us. I don't think there's much chance for diplomacy, especially with soup uh, in tow after uh, the events transpired earlier. Thankfully, that's about as uh, simple as you can get. They come upon us, we kill them, and that's that. Not much to discuss, I agree. Your bugs can find their way back to us, yeah? Well, they are intelligent creatures, uh, more than your <laughs> average ladybugs, I believe you me, but uh, yes. I think we should start moving on, let those ladybugs catch up with us. Nothing's really gonna change just sitting here, except that we're gonna be sitting targets for whatever those guards are looking for. Fair enough, I think they could find their way as long as we don't uh, go too far. Can they follow the paper? <laughs> what was that? Can they... Can they follow the paper, right? These ladybugs? They could, yeah. <clears throat> quite perceptive, yes, they're quite perceptive. They actually, I believe, can just auto pretty much automatically find their way back to um, your wizard friend. Uh, I believe they can even, like, just dematerialize uh, and then rematerialize where you are or something like that. Or if they get killed, you can... Only four hours later. Yeah, you can rematerialize them later. They have, like, a pocket dimension that they can disappear into at will. They can do some interesting things, those ladybugs. That rules. Maybe we should just move very quietly and choose one of these hallways and start there. Left, right. Just try to, you know, not alarm anything. My vote's right. Just stick to one wall, keep your arm there. You'll be able to find your way to the exit eventually. It sounds like a plan. Well, then we should get a move on, right? Could should we can we take a second to make sure there's not a, a mechanism to open this door? Like look around if there's not a <clears throat> loose stone or something, so we could just walk back out. Yeah, sure, by all means. If you want to check like the staircase and stuff where the stone fell and blocked, uh, you can make a wisdom roll. You're also in a first level dungeon level one. Uh, which means you add one to most rolls when it comes to like traps, searching, 
you get to the second level of this dungeon, then you add two. It's kind of like the difficulty level. So wisdom check plus one. Not quite. Uh, yeah, you, it, you can't even, you're not even sure what triggered the door to fall, to be honest, looking at it. Everything is Correct. like kind of natural stone wall that has been carved away into like perfect rectangular hallways and tunnels. And then, you know, rough sandy floor in here. Uh, Aredi's going to keep his head on racks out and at the ready for pretty much the for the remainder of this dungeon crawl. Alright. So you all gonna wait here for the ladybugs or you're gonna move somewhere else? No, I'm moving. Yeah, let's move. Okay. Alright, where are Soup, you going? Come on. Soup. To the right. Soup growls and follows along. Uh, so <clears throat> you go down a very narrow hallway, like one person wide, you know, very like Egyptian tomb style. This is just like a perfectly, you know, rectangular little sandy sandstone hallway and you're all just, you know, kind of hunched over as you single file through it. Um, but as you get about five, ten feet down this hallway, you see there is a faint, like, almost torchlight coming from the the chamber at the end. And uh, pretty soon it does open into a small chamber. This map doesn't really show up, but the chamber is kind of like a rounded... Uh, beveled shape on one end, so the shape is more like this off of the square. Either way, it just comes to that. There's like a, you know, maybe a crumbled ancient kind of sculpture in the alcove that is in there. And uh, other than that, it's empty, just full of rubble. But the glow you see is coming from a hole in the ceiling. There's like a, a shaft up through the sandstone to another chamber really high above. It must be 30 or 40 feet up. Shaft as in, is there a way to, is there like a rope or ladder or is it just like a skylight? Like literally just like a clean rectangular upward tunnel from the roof of this room. Vents. You know, looking like a mine. What about like a laundry chute? They're throwing their clothes down. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you can't breathe underground forever. Oh, air. <clears throat> yeah, you get stale air, you start to suffocate, you get lung issues. But I think we've hit a dead end unless we have a way of climbing up that. Maybe not to <laughs> No, not <laughs> Yeah, so a faint, a faint torchlight does kind of come down from the chute from above, but other than, you can't see what you know it's emanating from. And there is no other exit here. There's nothing else in the room. Like I said, there's like an alcove on one end, and it's just got like kind of a crumbled old statue. It looks like it maybe was a brazier, like it, you know, it held a big uh, bowl of you know coals and fire at one point. We should um, probably make haste and check out the left path, and then. All right. Agreed. All right, so. You head back to the main room. The ladybugs are trickling back in at this time. Also, roll your torch. Usage die. Torch. Where'd you go? Rolled a six. Yeah. 
Nice. So the ladybugs trickle back in and they flutter over to you and crawl up your arm in a line and kind of circle around your head and towards your ear. And, uh, you know, the bulk of them kind of flutter from you to the wall in front of you where they can answer your questions. I think they probably just make, like, as a formation, they make a simple shape to answer, like, yes or no. Probably, like, a little circle or a little line. Yeah, I love that. Uh, quickly, quickly, my lovelies, uh, did, did you see them uh, coming for us? They, uh, they make a circle. Which is, yes, yes. correct. Mm -hmm. Yes, were there more than ten or less than ten? Or, uh, were there more than ten? <laughs> They seem unsure for a second and then make a circle. Oh my. Does anyone else have any questions for the ladybugs? I could ask them uh, if, if you'd like. But it's our way out. Yes, uh, brilliant, Coradine. Uh, my lovelies, uh, did you see a way out uh, besides the interest they're coming to uh, kill us from? Um, let me think about that for a second. Let me think how they'd answer. Let me take a they look. They form at... a question mark. Yeah. <laughs> let me look at where they've been real fast. Or like uh, three little dots typing like you're getting a text. Uh, yeah, you get a little rolling ellipses animation. Um, <laughs> let's see. I'm just trying to th look at where they've come out of. So they see... What was the question again? Uh, if there was any other uh, exit. There is, yes. They say yes. <laughs> My lovelies, clever little girls. So, uh, I'm not sure if you picked up on that, but there is another exit, everyone. Uh, the, the ladybug saw it. We know they're coming from there. Besides... Yeah. Besides that exit, oh. uh, besides the wait, I said they're coming to kill us. We're certain it's not the, the vent. That. What's that? What's that? Zuzu doesn't understand that. He's still angry at these questions. Doesn't understand why we're standing here. Or what's the matter, Zuzu? You seem upset slowing me down more than these kids old man oh slowing you down i hate to hear it uh, i i feel like i've shown my worth at every turn and uh as have the rest of us i don't think i think you, have, you have let's just go we need to leave this place I, i'm not comfortable staying here fair enough uh so i'm i'm down to move to the left, I got the lady. If anybody has any other questions, you could shoot him at him, but... Yeah, I said we just keep going. We can ask your ladybugs questions as we move, I feel like. Yep, I'm out of questions, but if someone thinks of one, feel free. To the left! To the left! A box to the left! Ooh, that has a good ring to it. Maybe I'll write that later. <laughs> Sorry, I was just reading over your, the rest of the goals and beliefs because I realized I didn't finish. Okay. So you head to the other side. <clears throat> Takes you a good, you know... Oh my god, I accidentally hit back. 
Takes you a good 10 minutes to kind of cross the room, go down the next hallway. It's pretty much a mirror of the hallway you just went down. You know, super skinny, single file. And it comes into a mirrored kind of alcoved room on the other side. The only difference is there isn't rubble. The kind of sculpture and brazier aren't crumbled away. And you can see that in the wall... Uh, like low on the wall at the floor level, like the rubble must have been covering it in the other room, is what looks like essentially, yes, a laundry chute, like you said before. This one doesn't go straight down. This one's like at an angle, like a slide, but it's incredibly steep. That's what this little northern hallway out here that you see is. Okay, so that's a chute. Okay. Super narrow slide-like chute. And there's no way we could traverse it when you say ext extremely steep. Uh, you could slide down it, yeah, for sure. Oh, okay. <clears throat> back up, climbing back up, maybe not. It's very narrow, so you'd have to like, you know, pike. Well, we've, well, we've solved that because we're going straight up the middle. Then I, I start heading out back into the main room to go that no take that northern passage. That way is completely blocked by blocked. rubble. Yeah. Oh, I really? Think this is our only option is down the chute. Oh, this goes down? I thought it was like coming from up. No, no, it's a slide down. So you, you could slide down from I here, but you won't be able to climb back up. It goes deeper underground into the darkness below. Uh, shall I send the lovelies? If not, we can slide down. But if you want to know what we're sliding into, I'd be happy to. Y you know. How would they get in here if everything's blocked? We might have time to actually think this through. Ah, very clever. Yes, you're right. Unless they know a passage we do. Well, they probably could. They would probably know a passage we don't, but... Uh-oh. Hmm. <laughs> but I think you're right. I don't think that there's a direct way in here. We'd at least hear them coming. I mean, if they come up to shoot, we'd know it. All right, what do we think is going to change between here and the next ten minutes? Well, not the ten, next ten minutes, my boy, but the next hour. I could uh, come up with something that would uh, make this uh, perhaps help us along our way. If we could just, if I could concentrate for an hour. That's a... I don't know if we have that much time. We do got to figure out how to get out of here still. Personally, I don't think that your fancy hands and magic is going to help as much as of this moment. I say we need to be pushing onwards, seeing if we can't clear these ruins before whoever those guys figure out how to get down here. For instance, how many did your ladybugs yours say that were, uh, that were on our tail? Over ten? That's what they said, over ten. <laughs> That's not odds. I'm very keen on trying. Yes, we agree there. I don't think... Maybe the best plan is to try to find the exit the ladybug saw and just leave. Only one way forward. We can rest here if you're all like. I just don't think it's going to change anything. One way or another. I think we're going to be needing to go down that there slide. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, well, uh, who'd like to go first? Anyone? Or I like looks at soup. <laughs> Frosco? <laughs> soup is just like, Sue? <laughs> One of you with the torch be right behind me, would you? I'll go first. Oh, this is dangerous, but okay. All right, I'll, I'll make sure that someone behind me is with a torch so I'm not you know, bathed in darkness for too long. And mm -hmm. Reddy's going to take the first slide. All right. Reddy, you slide down the chute, and it is a long, bumpy, sandy way down. Uh, you go through many cobwebs. Scorpions and spiders fall out of cracks on you as you slide down. And pretty soon your butt bumps onto a hard uh, sandstone block floor. This is not like the dusty kind of rubble floor of above, but this is like giant pyramid-style blocks, you know, making up the floor of the, the chamber you now find yourself in. You have the torch, or are you in the darkness? Uh, I'm in the darkness. I wanted someone to be right behind me, so I'm not in the darkness for too long. Okay. Yeah. So Dante gives him, like... 10 seconds and then goes right after him. Alright, so everybody else is now in the dark at the top. Yeah. I don't like this! Onward! I think Cedric would say, You only live once! <laughs> and slide down. So pretty soon you all pop out into this rectangular, perfectly rectangular sandstone crypt room in the, uh, you know, at the bottom of the slide. The room you see has like some portcullis style like iron fences kind of cutting across it they don't go all the way across they just kind of jut out from the walls kind of separating it into segments it's got an old brazier in the corner near where you come out like an unlit you know kind of lamp um and then there's a stone sarcophagus at the far end of the room uh there is an exit at like also kind of the far end of the room to your right Although it is also covered by a closed portcullis, like iron bars bar the way. Let me move the map for you. So you get a better idea. So I'll restate some of that for you real quick. So there's an exit at the far end of the room to the right, but it is covered by closed portcullis bars. There's like some kind of portcullis gates coming out of the walls segmenting this room. And each segment has, like, piles of rubble in it. And then at the kind of far end of the room near the exit, there's also a big stone sarcophagus on an altar. There's, like, canopic jars on shelves all around it. Sand piled up in the corners around everything. Uh, I'm going to point at the brazier and say, I reckon you should light that up while we still can. And then I'm going to approach the sarcophagus. Wait. This seems fishy, doesn't it? Like sectioned off ways we can't just walk across this room doesn't it seem i don't know something just screams danger it screams like it's ruins that's all i'm getting do i see any like writing on the walls as i like move the torch around or anything that kind of stands out that seems weird sure let's check oh interesting Why don't you make a wisdom save? Wisdom check. On a fire one on it, right? Yeah. Hey, hey, seven. 
All right, so yeah, you see uh, the writing, or the, there's no writing on the walls directly around you, but the wall uh, directly opposite where you came in here has all kinds of writing and carving on it. That's kind of like, you know, overlooking the sarcophagus below it. And the sarcophagus and its altar are also lined in some sort of ancient writings, it seems. Hmm. Are you planning on lighting up that brazier? How do you oh. pronounce that? Brazier? brazier. It's brazier. Brazier. Brazier, brazier is, is something much different, my lad. No, okay. Is it on the side of the room that we're on, or is it on the other side? Yeah, it's over here by you guys, like in this bottom corner. Oh, fine. I guess I'll just caution to the wind. Sticks the torch kind of in it, tries to light it. Or will like put her arms around the boys to kind of like hold them in close and kind of back away. All right. It takes a moment, but the old coals catch fire in the brazier, lighting up the room with a, a dim glow. Could I take a look at this writing as a former night lantern? Would it be something I would recognize? What's your background again? Just night cult of night lantern, right? Oh yeah, lamp keeper. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, I wasn't quite the. I couldn't use magic. Only the, lamp, only the lamp keepers could use. I see. You were just like a priest. I was pretty high up there, but you know, in our, in our sect, only, there was only one guy who. Uh, you, were the, you were the right hand man. Um, I was an, an elder. Make an intelligence check. I'll let you do it at advantage. Plus one. Hey. Oh, shucks. There you go. Hell yeah. I'll just take that one. I was going to roll it twice. I always forget to click the advantage, but... Oh, no worries. Well, either way, you succeed. So, yeah, being from the Night Lantern cult, you, you know, were familiar with some of the cat god worship as the Night Lantern cult is kind of considered the... the or, excuse me, I think it's usually the Dead Keeper cult is considered, like, the... Um, kind of the servitors of the cat god as well like they also kind of act as they're not really clerics of the cat god there are no clerics but they take care of the temples and stuff um and you know the night lantern temples probably had some tie-in with that at some point as well so you are probably familiar with the cat god and some of the the writing i think the writing is probably just old code elect which is what a lot of spells and things are written in as well This is quite interesting, yes. Uh, maybe not for our purposes, but uh, very interesting. Yeah, I think uh, if you read it for a while, you do come to something about treasures buried and curses laid. Yeah, I think Cedric kind of read it slowly, like, treasures? Uh, and I don't know what this word, and then it's buried. Oh, I know this word, certainly it's curses. And laid. Treasures buried, curses laid. Well, a little sh sugar, a little vinegar. Well, I like the treasures part. And personally, I don't know if I much believe in curses. Oh, curses. I, 
my cousin was cursed. He really was. You just wouldn't believe the things. Everything he did, he just did bad. Honestly, most of the time, whenever someone says they got cursed, it was mostly like an STD. You know? Like, well, they say, oh, oh, that wench cursed my dick. And I was like, that's your syphilis. <laughs> oh, God. Well, it did It did happen after a night. That, that's night all out. that is. Yep. Running joke of syphilis. <laughs> wow. Um, I hate to interrupt here, but we are locked in this room. <laughs> and no clue on how to get out of here, right? I, I think... don't want to go forward. I'm scared. Sorry. Soup, soup starts sniffing the air. Like... <laughs> Like, you know, that dog sniff. Nose up in the air like he smells something. What is it, old boy? Zuzu's pulling out his Warhammer and falling soup. He starts, like, inquisitively sniffing, you know, like he's almost in hunter-predator mode. His hair starts to raise up on his back. He gets out on all fours, and he starts sniffing the floor and kind of going in a trail, weaving back and forth. And he goes right over to the sarcophagus and starts sniffing at it and scratching at the crack and you know the lid of the sarcophagus well, it looks like he has the same idea as I do this sarcophagus right and say anything about it being cursed on the inside or whatever it may but it's beyond my comprehension as much as I could comprehend is what I said I, I couldn't give this you any more detail be right there with soup opening up the coffin Hell yeah. Oh, All of us. Let's do oh, it. Oh, no. No. Or it's like, well, I guess I'm going to need this, and pulls her flail out of her, like, Mary Poppins purse, where she keeps it. All right. Well, are we opening that? And Cedric would take a step back. Yeah, Dante's, like, halfway back across the room, just like, mm. We get treasure. I say this is a win. Oh, yeah. I'm also not close. What Don't forget the curse. Yes. Treasure and curse. Keep my dick out of it. <laughs> That's what she said. So, uh, first of all, let's roll the torch right as you do this as well. Oh. Six Hell again. yeah, baby. Nice. I knew Dante was the right one. So, uh, you guys go to start pushing. Um, oh, also, I think you know, this is the first time we really crossed, crossed the room over to the sarcophagus. I think you can see through the portcullis down the, the really wide kind of hallway that exits this room. You can see that it leads to a what well, seems like a gigantic sculpture or like circular altar or something, uh, and it has like a big beam of moonlight illuminating it. Like you just catch this moonlight illuminated thing. I think actually, as your eyes focus, and you can see it's a huge sundial in like the next room. The Talk. sundial catching the moon—that just ain't right. Moon dial. It is actually not a sundial. It's a moon dial. I think Cedric would be like, "Why we're we doing this, my lovelies? Go see if there's danger ahead." And he would blow his palm again and send the ladybugs off. All right, yeah, it doesn't take him that long because you know you can see it from where you are. Um, so you go back to what you're doing, pushing the coffin open, uh, sarcophagus open. You slide it open, uh, and laying inside is uh, a mummified corpse, you know, wrapped in ancient old stinking of herbs and death, you know, ancient kind of cloth wrapped all around it, and it's clutching like a, a big longsword over its chest in like a warrior-like pose. suppose we should have expected that. 
going to uh, snag the longsword. So you grab it, and uh, as soon as you touch the longsword, the un, you know the the dead uh, body's grip tightens on the handle, and its eyes snap open with kind of fiery balls in them behind the the cloth. Soup lets out a ah! like ter- terrified yelp, but like catches him by surprise. He kind of jumps. Oh shit! And its eyes just can we all see this? Oh yeah, I think it's sit now. It sits up like immediately. Okay, so Akora's like, no, I think I think I can do something. I think I think I can do something. So can I banish this creature? Uh, like turn undead. Well, banishing undead is like a thing I can do as a cleric in mm-hmm. the black pack. So it just says I can attempt to banish nearby undead monsters as an action. Uh, using wisdom and adding their highest HD to the roll. Oh, for e- if it's a group, so it has to leave. Like if it, if I yep, pass, it or will whatever. try and run away. Yes, you so will. Can I turn can I do that? Yeah, for sure. Hold on one second. This is a thing I can do. It's not just uh, it's a magical thing. It's my first magical thing. Think about it and do it. <sighs> I think it's kind of creepy. I think as Cedric sees this thing come out with the sword, he's like, "There's the ma- there's the treasure, oh, and there's the curse." So I I will let you do it, but I think we should roll initiative because it is like a are, already aware of you. You'll have to do it on your turn before. Oh, so, cool! Yeah. So it might get an att- a chance to hit somebody first. Well, uh, they opened it. They deserve it. Let's see. Let me put you guys on a map here. Spread your tokens out where you want. Look, boys, a mummy of your own. <laughs> <laughs> right there. I turned all these nameplates on already. What the heck happened here? Dita and Roscoe. And the little dog soup. All right, one second. Uh, everybody can click their token and roll initiative. Waha! Nope, that's a zero. Sorry, that wasn't successful. That was super unsuccessful. Unsuccessful. The opposite of that. <laughs> All right. Zuzu, Korra, and Soup, you do get to act first. So, Korra, you can, in fact, go first. I'm sorry. How do I do the initiative again? I forgot on this thing. That's all right. Uh, if you select your token, a little button will pop up next to the arrow tool at the top left of your browser. It says initiative. Thank you. Yep. Nice. You're in the winner circle as well, Cedric. But I'm assuming you're going to let Korra do her thing first before anybody gets uh, absolutely into the fray here. All right, Cora. So, can you draw? Do you have the ability, like text on your character sheet? Can you just drop it into the chat? Yes. Oh, and it also rolls the one d four plus one. I think. Perfect. Okay. Oh my gosh! It lets me choose wisdom. 
I think. I hope that's right. Mm -hmm. Did it do everything? Okay. It seems like it. So you roll the seven versus four, seven versus a fourteen. So you keep the spell, but it's not really like a spell, is it? Uh, so, no, it's not. Uh, and adding the creatures hit die. Yeah, undead creatures who are banished take damage equal to the cleric's level and must spend all their future movement to become distant to the cleric. So okay, copy that. Yeah, so she just says like it's time to give up the ghost, and she just uh, I don't. This isn't like her normal magic that she would use like if she was going to do something holy uh, that she thinks of. Like she thinks of this as something different. I think um, it's not something she prepares. It's just something she can do. Yeah, it's, I mean, usually cl classically, it's like usually invoking your god or a holy symbol to like turn a vampire away or you know that kind of thing. Yeah, and my holy symbol, I rolled a vial of divine blood. Ooh. So I don't know if she like maybe holds that up or does she like anoint herself or is you like, tell me. Do I only have well? Do I only have so much? Like once the vial's empty, is that all my blood? I don't know. Okay. Just hold it up. Maybe it's holy, yeah. so it replenishes itself. I don't know. Vile everlasting. <laughs> okay, so she will. Um, she will just like put a dot um, on her finger and then like put a dot like in three lines across her forehead nice. as she does this. I love it. That's cool. Um, so this mummified corpse uh, will take just one damage because you're level one still, right? But it will also be repelled. It lets out a hideous screeching hiss as sand shoots out from its rags that cover its mouth. And starts trying to clamber over the edge of its sarcophagus to get away from you. Well done, Kara! Didn't know I could do that, did you? Seems like we all have secrets. <laughs> but yeah, well done. Seems to be afraid of you now. Stay close to me and it won't be afraid of you too. Alright. So that brings us to either Cedric, Super Zuzu. <laughs> Super Zuzu. Because keep in yeah. mind, that really can't escape from here. Like You guys are lo seemingly locked in here, or at least closed in. You know, Cedric would take a step back. That's what I'll do for my turn. If Zuzu eats, drinks the blood of a spirit animal, he absorbs its power. Okay, Cedric, you're just going to step back. You're not going to do anything else? Yeah, I think he's realizing that there's not really much he can do in this situation, and he's kind of out of his... Uh... Korra's magic is much more suited to this, and he's not going to get in the fray. Uh, so, all right. Soup uh, is going to dive at the thing as it tries to climb out of the sarcophagus and bite at its femur, since that's what he wanted in the first place. <laughs> did I make a sheet for old Soupy? I did. Second. There we go. No, 
though, but he misses because he's just scrambling hungry. Alright, so Soup is like scrambling over the sarcophagus. The mummy is scrambling towards the portcullis. Uh, they're both kind of heading in a momentum this direction. And it's Zuzu's turn. Uh, yeah, Zuzu's gonna smash this thing back into the coffin. This giant warhammer. Alright. And I'm a barbarian, and I'm close, so this is advantage town. Nice. That's a hit. Oh, hell yeah. Wait, I forget. Do we have crits in this game? There so. are crits, yes. Okay. Was that a crit? I have no idea. I'm a little confused by the math. It, yeah, uh, it one was, or it seven. Was advantage. Yeah, yeah, plus one. Why are you rolling plus one? I do not know. Did you? Uh, do we? Do we not have plus one from the? I forgot if that's just a checks or if that's. Common. Yeah, the dungeon level doesn't. Monsters have their own level, and actually, ah. technically, this guy is two levels higher than you guys. So you should be adding plus. Everyone should be adding a two to every roll against the monster. Okay. Forgot about Good that. enough. Okay, okay, so add two to that roll. It's okay. Oh, oh it, wait. Uh, it is already adding a one, which I was just. Oh, that's your one d four from your great yeah. weapon. That's right. But it's also a one, so it is a crit. So what roll, does that mean? Roll damage twice. And Ooh. damn, that doesn't seem to be adding the d four in as well. For great weapon damage, you still got to put the D oh, D4. plus D4. Yeah, yeah, plus D4 in. That's right. Just roll 2D4 and add it to your, the 10 that you already did, though. Good lord. This will be for the first D4 to go along with the 4 damage. So okay. this is the second D4. Nice. Jeez, so good. Fuck. What kind of weapon is this, by the way? It's a two-handed, like, war maul. It's got kind of a uh, crowbill feel. It's like a, a giant hammer coming off of it. Rather small hammer side. Spike sticking out the other end. All right, you crush the thing's chest in, smashing it back down into its sarcophagus, and it just lays there still. Soup just kind of looks at the hammer and looks at you, and then looks at the smashed chest of the corpse, uh, kind of surprised. I'm going to point at the femur and, like, nod my head. The corpse immediately bursts back into motion and sits back up. <laughs> and starts continuing to climb out of its coffin. I think at this point, too, the giant piles of broken boards and crates and canopic jars and rubble in the corners uh, start to shift as well as just, like, some bare, white-boned skeletons start to climb out of them. Uh, 
I'm going to say the skeleton's entire turn is just appearing and climbing out. But the your mummy friend here, however, is going to attack soup. Is he... Can he attack? Is he, has she done her banish? Oh, yeah. So he has to spend three level... Three oh, rounds. that's right. You already did your banish. That's right. So he's not going to attack soup. Instead, he's just going to scramble out of the... Uh, the sarcophagi here, and it says he only has to get distant from you, which means he technically, I think, just has to be 30 feet away. Sure. The furthest and he can skeletons. get. skeletons. I didn't know about them, so they don't count as banished too, huh? Uh, I think I think they probably do. I think that they're also maybe trying to get away. Okay, everyone's scared of me. <laughs> this is very funny. Oops, sorry, it's supposed to be down here. I'll just stay behind me, boys, and they won't come anywhere near you, I promise. You too, Cedric. Yeah, Roscoe's like just, you know, crying tears of horror. Well, they're, we're all just skeletons. Those just don't have the skin on anymore. <laughs> all right, yeah, the skeletons for their turn are just going to, you know, push as far back away from you as they can. I think Cetra would call out to uh, Areti and Zuzu. More of them down here! I think that uh, sword has uh, activated the entire room! Zuzu's going to kind of look back and say, Go for it, Cedric! And I'm just going to turn back to the mummy and keep charging at it, basically, or eventually. All right. It is now Dante Andoretti's turn. Andoretti. Uh, what was that? You were, uh, you go ahead, your turn. Oh, now Dante said something. What was that? He said, go ahead, go ahead, Andoretti. Ah, I missed. I missed it. Um, okay, is are these also portcullises like blocking path? They're just like yeah, like kind of like I said, kind of described before, just more like walls of iron bars that kind of divide the room into sections. Okay. Okay. But yeah, they're like they are floor to ceiling iron bars, correct? Now, according to like the uh, what, what that I imagine that would impact the berserker thing, like dealer of death, you can just attack anywhere that's nearby. But if there's a iron, there's an iron wall between me and a target, I can I attack that? I I mean I think the big thing about dealer of death is if you do it from not right next to a target, I need to hear the fiction, you know? Yeah, like it still has to make sense in the fiction, right? However many people you're attacking or why. Yeah, you know what? That's yeah, that's absolutely doable. Like I get like two attack. It, it, functionally, it's two different attacks. Mm -hmm. I could take one. So Aredi's gonna turn heel, and he's gonna first sprint towards this one, take his first swing before. Uh, I want to make sure. Uh, yeah, that's well within. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. first here, stop, attack, mm -hmm. uh, spin around, attack again. Oh, so you just step through, but see, right there, you'd be stepping through the portcullis. 
Uh, yeah, I, mean, I was thinking, like, can I not step through Dante's space in this? You, I mean, I guess you could. You could go, like, diagonal, yeah. Yeah, that, you, that's what I was thinking. Like, I, I can absolutely get from, I believe I was... Ten. You were there, weren't you? Was I 15, 25? One, one way or another... I, I have yep. more than enough movement to be able Make to do Make two the diagonal full moves and you're right on top of you're right next to that guy. Yeah. Alright, cool, yeah. Yeah, one way or another I can I can finagle that kind of movement so I can get an attack off on both of them. Nice. I imagine you like run up and like grab the bars with one hand and like use it to pull yourself in and like kick the first one really hard. And it just kinda like collapses back and then you like, you know, spin around to the other side and plunge your sword or whatever at the next one. Yeah, my headhunter's axe. Oh, nice. Yeah, all right. Go ahead and roll your attacks. All right. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll have to end up right here because I want to make sure I get my berserker yeah. stuff off. Keep in mind, you can always put both of the dice on one creature too, if that makes sense. Sure. I I feel like I am going to be splitting them up for this one. Yeah. I don't know how strong these skeletons are, but they might just be squishy. Sorry, this is my first time actually using, like, combat, so, uh, cancel. Let's just make two melee attacks, then. Are the skeletons our level? Oh, yeah, yep. what level are they? Okay, so, no bonuses. Yours are lower. That's unfortunate. First one misses. Okay. Uh, second one will hit. Nice. Roll your damage. Three damage. Unfortunate, but uh, yeah. That'll be that. All right. Dante. Already's uh, going, going to town on these skeletons. Say, so as he zooms past me, Dante just, whew, uh, not, not really into this, but... Ah, Ramona, it's time to do what you do. And he steps forward and swings his dagger at this little skeleton here. Okay. You said they were the same level as us? Level, they're level one? Mm-hmm. Cool, cool, cool. Six versus a nine. With uh, one damage. <laughs> you see, he just kind of like sticks it in between one of the rib cages and... Kind of wobbles it up and down and then pulls it back down. I feel like you are just realizing the dagger is not very helpful in general against these creatures. Oh, yeah. All right, that's a new turn order. Everybody can roll again. A whole lot of ones. On the board. All right. Yeah, everybody goes first except Cedric. <laughs> uh, if mommy boys want to take their first turn, uh, go right ahead. If who? Uh, yeah, I'm charging right over. And I'm going to smash this mummy more. All right. This is their second round now. 
Yes. Being, being afeard. Should be a minus two modifier or a plus two. Sorry. Yeah, two, yeah. Nice, that's a hit. There you go. Nice. So good. Oh. Yeah, the a great weapon versus like a single strong enemy is like the best choice. It's not great against big groups, but single strong enemy, awesome choice when it when it's hitting. And uh describe how you finish off the mummy a second time. Um I'm assuming this mummy's kind of like turned away from me. That's exactly what a crow bill specializes in, so I'm going to Gonna see me kind of flip the warhammer around to the spiked side, and I'm just gonna hit it right into the back of this thing's skull. All right. Like, not this giant swing or anything, but just a very like targeted back of the skull spike through the back of the skull, and it's just gonna clamber down in a pile of bones. Just these go jelly. All right. Well struck, Suzu! Thank you, Cedric. Thank you. I'll be right over to help you. Soup seeing these new bone boys come up uh, is going to be very interested. And skitter over with a gleeful yipping. And just dive at the closest skeleton. Oops. It's all good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Soup takes an arm off of the skeleton. It's looking uh, about ready to collapse. He just, like, immediately rips the arm off, gives up fighting, turns, and uh, just kind of sits down and starts chewing on it. <laughs> Cora? So, I was thinking... Can, I, I don't know if this would work because um, I could, I mean, I could hit them. I could try to hit them for sure. But I was also thinking, um, could I move in a way that like tries to corral them up into the shaft? I know it's up, but you know, like if they're running away from me, mm -hmm. can I try to make them, the skeletons, like try to get up the slide? I I think if you can't go up it, they certainly can't. They're like, they can't can't walk that great even. Really. I was thinking, like, it would be so nice if we could get them in there and then yeah, just kill them as they come down. <laughs> I think it's, like, three or feet off the floor, you know, three or four feet oh, off okay. the floor. You'd have to, like, climb up into it. And also, it's, like, super upright. They wouldn't even, they'd get, like, one foot in. The first one would get one foot in, and that's, I think, as far as it would probably get. Um. Okay, well, I think, I mean, I can move up and try to hit one with my flail. Can I get to this, I guess, the one by soup, probably, or either of them? Yeah, I think either of them you could make it to. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there he's gonna hate it. I think I'm gonna try and get this guy over in the corner. Do I have to do the? I'm bad at this roll twenty. Can I get here? I was here. Yeah. So now, now click your token and then press okay. the press the X key on your keyboard. It'll show you how far you just went. Oh my gosh. That's thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cool. So, so you uh, okay. you only went fifteen feet. So you, yeah, that's like half your movement. You're good. 
Awesome. Another way you can think about it, uh, you can think about it, you have six squares of movement, and you can actually use the arrow keys on your keyboard to, like, board game move six squares. Holy shit. Wow. Game changer. <laughs> oh, I've learned so much. There's so this many. This is why he's things. the master of the Drill 20 videos. Yeah, you really are. It makes me mad at other people I see on Roll 20 that don't know how to use it like me. Okay, so so I roll my attack. My strength? No, it's melee attack. So you actually have a melee attack button on your sheet, but it is just rolling your strength. Yeah, that's all it's Okay, really cool. Doing. Well, I'm going to do it. I'm going to swing my flail, and she swings it. She yeah. kind of, like, pulls it back. She's never swung it in front of anyone. She's doing all this new stuff. She just kind of, like, pulls it back in a way that looks like um, like a softball. Like, you know, girls pitch in softball? <laughs> yeah. Sure. She kind of does it like that instead of, uh, like, a more standard way that you might see. I like that. So she awesome. uses, like, a I big backwards that. arc to come up under it. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's an upper genius, This actually. is the way we do it. It's the way ladies do it. She swings it like a fucking bowling ball is what you're saying. Yes. <laughs> Jesus, you're so fucking strong. Yeah, yes. I'm so strong. Yes. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. Uh, so, grandma. So don't forget. Uh, oh, wait, the skeletons are the same level, so you don't actually add anything. Yeah, so go, click the roll damage, the pink button in the chat there to see how much you do. Nice. Three damage. You smash into it. You crush its scapula and, you know, its kind of upper shoulder area on one side. It, it is still standing, though. Just damaged. I guess you didn't know we were the Bone Legion. Oh yeah, I like that you guys are fighting skeletons oh, wearing yeah. like wearing like Bone T-shirt costumes. Already, it's like, oh yeah, <laughs> that's fun. She winks at you. See what I did there? Yeah, right. I saw what you did there. That's fun. I like it. Already. Your turn. Uh, if Dante would like to go first and see if he can't finish off that skeleton, he is welcome to go. Yeah, I will. Uh, Dante looks kind of back over his shoulder at Cedric and says, like, if I can't do this, finish it with your magic. And then he swings down his dagger again. <laughs> uh, if I can find a melee attack, there it is. Oh, and he completely misses it. Just like whiffs short of it. And then just like stares at it like, oh, shit. And then already says, don't finish shit with any of that sorcery. Uh, and then I'm gonna try and split up my uh, my damage 1d6 each skeleton again. Alright. That's gonna be a first attack here, and then I'm gonna go 1, 2, 3, all the way over here. So I'm gonna roll them separately, but both at advantage. Right. Yeah. Yeah, this game doesn't have any opportunity attacks, right? Uh, it, I, don't, I don't recall there being any. Uh, it's 3 damage to the one at the bottom. Nice. <laughs> and one damage to the one up top. <laughs> so you finish both of them. Hey. You smash the first one into the wall with your axe, uh, just, you know, taking its head uh, off and also kind of smashing it into rubble at the same time. Run all the way around and crush the other one as well. Yeah, uh, up, uh, the second one up cup, I just cleave the skull in half and the jaw upwards. Nice. It collapses back into the rubble from where it climbed out of. These skeletons look like maybe they weren't buried here originally. Like maybe they slid down the chute. Hey. Expertly done, Zoretti. Never got All out. Right. So, Monster's turn. Uh, 
The whole smash in the mummy's head does not seem to stop it from standing back up and turning to face you, even though its head is almost non-existent at this point, Zuzu. But not only that, down the hallway through the portcullis, Zuzu, you hear a yell. You hear a voice yell, Lower the rope! They're moving! Light us up! Like three voices screaming from the next chamber. You glance over and you see some of the men who are there waiting for you looking upward, standing on the sundial. I'll reveal some map here. And they're like yelling up the shaft they're standing in because it's a big circular room. And you know, you see the moonlight coming from above, so it must go up. And they're yelling, Let down ropes! The dead are walking! We've disturbed the crypt! There, oh, uh, they're over there. Mm-hmm. These are, yeah. Um. Wow. So, so I'm gonna yell back. It looks like the whole crypt came alive. Yeah, I think you maybe see a few more skeletons, like, kind of way on the opposite side of them there, or like maybe coming from the north, actually. Oh my. Hopefully, this throws off our pursuit. Cedric, you don't mind using that brain of yours to see if you can't figure out how to open that portcullis over there, do you? Uh, no, not at all. I'm, uh, I can't uh, get to it. <laughs> uh, so I would run to the portcullis and keep in mind. I guess I'll wait till my turn. It's not my. Is it my turn? It is Should actually. It is actually your turn. The mummy stands back up, but that's all it can really do. Okay. Oh, wait, oh wait, wait, no, 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 that's not true. Korra moved away. Never mind. The mummy stands back up and it attacks you, Zuzu. Hello? <gasps> so roll a strength defense roll. As it uh, finally, like, it, you know, uses its sword to stand itself back up like a crutch. And then it makes just one big stab at you. And it's a plus two modifier? It is, yes. Correct. Okay, I have an RC car in my kitchen that just moved by itself. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah you, don't so the, uh, you don't need to add the plus yeah, sign just when two. you're doing that. But, uh, either way, it's a four. Good point. Nice, so you dodge out of its slow, you know, attacks way. And, sorry, Cedric, now it is your turn. Okay, so I think Cedric would run up and start uh, fiddling with the portcullis. All right. Trying to find a way. See, is it a lever or a loose stone or something? You, I think, see a chain connected to it, to the ceiling, uh, anchored to the floor on the opposite side of the portcullis. So, like, you see a chain that, like, kind of comes down like this. So I think Cedric would call out, like, it opens on the opposite side! Uh, and... Can I still attack on my turn? Oh, uh, yeah, you only moved so far, right? Yep. Yep. So Cedric will be like, We must all do our part! And he's gonna try to hit this thing with his staff. Alright. 
So you can swing at it. I rolled a dice in real life. It just shows that how <laughs> condition well, I am. And it was a nat one. It was a nat one nice. in real life. Hell, you, yeah. you, you can keep it if you want. <laughs> no, I, I, I'll, I'll take it. But <laughs> I love it. I love it. I say keep it. Just click roll melee damage twice on your sheet. So benevolent. <laughs> That's so nice, Charlie. It is so nice. I mean, the thing's just going to stand back up anyway, so... <laughs> or is it? You don't know. I think it really matters. Can we give it the sword back? Give it sword back. Do we take it? In a, you you were never bad. able to take the sword. It still has it. Yeah, it's attacking oh you with God. the sword. <laughs> oh, that's what it's hitting you with. Oh, it has a hit. Yeah. Oh, oh so hit... Sorry, hit Andy. Hit the roll damage button twice uh, in chat there. There you go. One more time. Five damage, which is how much HP it has. So you drop it dead again. I don't think that's going to last. In the torch, somebody. Throw the torch. I don't care. Yeah, I think he would call for Cora too. Like Cora. Oh, if I can, hopefully I can roll. And we roll initiative again. Yep, new initiative. Because this is its last round. We got about six more seconds of it being scared. Shit. It doesn't look scared right now. It just took a swing at Zuzu. Okay, but I just gotta get a little closer. I'm gotta so sorry. Gotta get a little closer. <laughs> I did that thing where it added a bunch of people's tokens a second. No, never mind. I guess it's just a big initiative order. Mummy, Soup, and Cedric go first. Uh, Mummy regains five health. Stands up. Attacks Zuzu with its sword. That bastard. Check. You may be asking. But Zuzu defends. Oh, you're supposed to be adding, by the way, the two to this as well. Oh, you did. Nice. Or is that just your stat? This plus two that it's adding there. No, I'm I'm adding two to it. Nice, cool. All right, yeah. So you uh, dodge again. It's like I said. I think pretty sluggish. Uh, that's the mummy. Soup's turn. Soup is can't be bothered. He's too busy chewing on a bone, and he's like, I think you know, his tail kind of like hits him in the nose while he's chewing on it. He doesn't realize it's like himself, and he like <laughs> like turns and growls at his own tail, and then just keeps gnawing on the bone. Cedric. Um, Cedric returned to Zuzu and said, Were you calling for the torch to burn it? Yes, yes. Burn it. Burn it. Yeah. Cedric would also call for the torch. I, I think this... I don't think this is a defeatable enemy. By common methods, I think we need to employ fire. <laughs> and uh, in the meantime, he's gonna fucking try to bash its brains in. Alright. <laughs> I love when a level one wizard gets their hands dirty. Level two. Level, two. level two. That's right. Are you. Yeah. Who, we have two level twos? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's Cedric and Aredi. Nice. So you're only adding one to your attacks, Cedric, te- technically. Uh, okay, well, I didn't add any, so that's, it's a four. That's all right. No worries. It's still a hit. I, I did it actually wrong. I think I did the strength test. That's okay. It's the same thing. If you look where you put in weapon damage, there you go. Yeah, you have a dice there. Nice. Uh, one damage to it. Hit it again with my staff, just like... Not quite as awful as someone might assume by looking at him. He's kind of maybe he used the staff as a weapon in his younger days. Nice. Think about an old man just whacking at him with a cane. Yeah, you stop there. You're wrecking my friend. So more skeletons, Zuzu and Cedric emerge from the hallway to the north uh, and into the moonlight moonlit chamber with the moon dial. Uh, just as a rope tumbles down and kind of like a mage-looking figure climbs up and out as the skeletons reach for him but he leaves two of like his henchmen kind of behind and they start trying to fend themselves off against the skeletons bringing us to bottom half yep and uh you guys mind if i go first on this one hi if, if you got a plan go right ahead please uh i've got an idea Dante runs straight over to this altar of jars, seeing as there's nothing down here for him to fight, and he just swings his dagger across like all three, trying to just destroy all three of these urns you mentioned earlier. Nice. Yeah, you smash through uh, a bunch of canopic urns, which are piled up and have you know writings all around them and stuff. And just stinking red and brown oils and tars and liquids from, you know, however long ago spill out all over. uh, And the mummy immediately, like, just collapses in on itself. Almost, like, magically sucks into itself, implodes. And there's nothing but a pile of wraps on the floor. Dante, you are brilliant, my lad. Well done! Uh, yeah. yeah. Thanks. That's what I'm talking about. Just, you know, thought about the the culture. <laughs> yeah, Cedric would probably like, pat him on the... He would, I think he would tell everybody, Everyone, that was spectacular! I, I felt like I was just standing here and... I was watching some kind of adventuring group, which I guess we are! Uh, I think right when you say that, you hear behind you just like a... Aah! And you turn around and see a man uh, just being torn into bloody pieces by a skeleton. Actually, two men. Very good gracious. Uh, I'm going to peek in real quick into the sarcophagus. I imagine there's nothing left behind, but just a cursory, a cursory glance. Uh, it is full of different types of treasures, actually. Oh, hey... Okay, well, I'm gonna grab an armful of that. So the thing to unlock it is on the other side. I guess those guys over there are dead now. Yeah, I mean, fuck them. I just, they could op- have opened it for us, maybe. If... Yeah, I mean, they could have, but they didn't, so fuck them. Dang it. Uh, yeah, after they die, as you're, like, looting the sarcophagus, the skeletons clamber over to the portcullis, and four animated, 
you know, just kind of sand and dust covered skeletons wielding rusty scimitars just bang kind of silently at the gate, only their clattering bones and armor kind of making noise. So is there a number I don't see where it says a number of times per day I can I can banish undead? Uh, it doesn't, if it doesn't I, say, then I assume you can do it as many times as you need. So I could, I would say to everyone, like, I, I can make them, I can make them scared again. I can make them run away if, if we could, if we think going away would help. I mean, they, they'd have to stay away now. from me. Leave them be. They're stuck. We're good. Well, what are we doing? We might go to the south. That's that's where, that's where he came that's from. Came in. Oh, that's where he came from. Oh. I think there's only one way out. But yeah. is the rope still uh. there? it's a chain isn't it no no they like chain? they threw the no no she's talking about the guy they got away from uh, the rope they threw the rope down and they pulled him up by the rope he didn't climb it no. okay okay sorry so yeah um, i'm gonna say maybe we can uh kill some of these skeletons before we open oh that's smart hey, just stab uh, through the bars yeah or you know we can just Knock try waiting them out maybe maybe soups enticed I think at this point, uh, Roscoe just bursts out crying and like he runs back around the corner here and just hides. And Dieter's like, I'll go try to comfort him. You're a good boy, Dieter. Go help him out. Well, I think I'm going to stay up here in case we need him. He's all right. They're all right. I'm going to stay right up here in case y'all need me to scare these skeletons away. I mean, I think that's a right fine idea. Uh, I'm going to reach in and grab that ragged golden cloak. Unless anyone else wants this, I'm going to take this. Nice. Yeah, by the way, everyone gets... Tw there's 28 coins for each person in the uh, sarcophagus there. Yay. There's a, so there's other treasure? Is there a treasure sitting there? There it's is. In the also inside the treasure hoard, uh, inside the uh, the sarcophagus, the, the body was laying on, or was wearing like an old ragged golden cloak. Uh, there is a spy glass, which I'm going to say is more like a magnifying glass than like a scope uh, in this case. And an ancient noble crest with a cat head symbol. I'm going to actually wear the golden cloak, like, draped over my missing arm. Nice. Uh, how does identifying magic items work? Um, if you have detect magic, you can tell. I think um, if you just spend ten minutes studying an item, you can discern whether it's magic or not. As far as actually identifying it, I believe it's an identify spell. Okay. Is there? I thought that there wasn't. It was just tech magic. Maybe I missed it. Or maybe it's a higher level spell. We're using OSE, yeah, so. Oh, yes, of course. I'm gonna snag the mummy's sword, I guess. I don't know. Let's see if that's anything special. It is a ancient longsword. It does have some cat you know, iconography built into it, but when you pick it up, you can tell it's fairly cheaply built. It's more like a ceremonial religious sword, it seems like. Mm. I'm gonna go grab the spyglass then. That spyglass. Nice. I'm gonna kind of hold up the crest and maybe as a joke, 
I mean, I'm going to kind of ask anybody if they want this, but I was going to give this to Soup. No, here. Toss it here for a second. Let me see. Okay. I'll toss it over. Dante really kind of... about this ancient noble cat cult at all. Dante holds it up in front of the gate and kind of waves it in front of these ghouls to see if they react in any way. Um, Where are these skeletons? Sorry. I don't think they do. No, they don't. They don't seem to have any effect. They're just mindless. Like I said, just kind of silently, weirdly standing there looking at you with the hollow eyes. Hmm. Well, that didn't work, so... Sticks in his pocket. <laughs> Alright. So it's the read magic spell, first level spell, that lets you identify items. I could read language, but not read magic. Yeah. Just stab him through the gates, then? Yeah. Yeah, it works. Alright, so you guys take some time and eventually kill off all the skeletons by just stabbing them through the gates. It doesn't take long. They literally file in as the others die, you know, filling the place of the one that just fell in front of them. Now I'll tell Roscoe and Dieter, like, you know, hey, you know, we took care of it. They're all gone now. They're just, they're just lying on the ground like they were when we came in, so it's alright. Roscoe kind of sniffs and he's like, I don't want to keep going. Don't make me keep going through this place. Take us back. Well, there's only one way back, and that's forward. Little Roscoe's just like still sobbing. He's like, why did you bring us here? Why? It's gonna rest. I really did, boys. <laughs> I had no idea what we were getting into. But we got you. You're fine. You're fine. We got you. Look how strong I am. Did you see what I did? Look at these boys. And she like points to the party. Like everybody, everybody is making sure that you're okay. Except for soup. <laughs> Stay away from him. <laughs> he still is like pouting. He seems like angry and upset with you. But Dieter is just like, he'll understand soon enough. Hey, it's okay to have feelings. I, I'm having those feelings, too. I'm angry and upset, too. I think that all of us are. He's like, I'll keep <sighs> I'll keep working on him. Cedric kind of look at Zuzu. And he's like, she's done this before. Mm. Well, I have nothing to say, Cedric. Take care of one problem. <laughs> okay, well, how do we get out of here? Hmm. We'll be back to the simple map. Simple map. I would love it if that was a drop every time we went back to this one. <laughs> yeah. So, um, if, it, if it's weighted, if we could, if there was some way we could snap the chain or just deactivate it, it should let us through. Have we tried just picking up on the gates? You know what? That actually made a lot of sense, and I'm embarrassed I didn't think of it already. I think we should start with that. I'm, I'm kind of not strong, so uh, 
I mean, I've, yeah. I mean, listen, one, two, three, we've got like three muscle fellas in this party. I think we can handle a gate. Yeah, Cora steps up. Let's do it. Yeah, all right. I still got one good arm. I guess we try to lift as a, right. as a team. <laughs> what all right, one, two, three, lift! All right, one, all right. Two, three. So I think one person does it and everyone else uh, helps, like gives advantage. I don't remember exactly how it works, and it's been a while. I I also don't know. I also don't remember. Everyone who wants to help lift, raise both your hands. Okay, well that okay, well that was just low. I don't think that was. I don't think that was called for, city. In fact, I think. Uh, any good graces you were gaining? Might have just taken a couple of back feet. Maybe. Uh, that was Andy, unfortunately, not Cedric. Okay. Oh. <laughs> oh no, you have Cora disease. Oh no. <laughs> um, roll your torch real quick. By the way. Dante? Oh, sorry. I was uh, zoned out for a second there. Torch. Torch, torch. There it is. Yeah. That is, you are on wow. torch today. Wow. Yes. Hold you on. are, Something you're on fire. Off. Get it? <laughs> Something seems off, though. I feel like that's. It seems like try. on. Something well, no, it says rolling, forward. but rolling D6 is still. Yeah, nope, no, you're good. Nothing. I think no, you're just rolling six consistently for torches. Yep. You're unbreakable. Six, six, six. For now. Oh God, no. <laughs> oh shit! Correct <laughs> oh, story. All right, so the torch blazes strong. Who's the main person making this strength check to try and l hoist the portcullis up here? I mean, I'm happy to give Cora advantage if she wants to. Uh, if she wants to have the glory. I don't care about glory, but if you think I can do it, I think I can do it. Alright, so strength check. You add a modifier one and do it at advantage. Ooh. For having help. Thanks for letting me roll dice. <laughs> advantage. I don't know how to add a modifier of one. I think it asks, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh my gosh, okay, that's so what that a... means. Just put a one. And don't, and don't add the plus, just put the number. Yeah, just put a one in there. Oh good, that's what I did. Okay, here it comes. Yeah! Yeah! Baby, yeah. yeah. Okay, she <laughs> Thank lives, God for the and advantage. It, she sounds like she has kidney stones when she does it. Like, she just lets it rip. Like, it's wrong as she can. She's like, ugh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, so she, you know, all of her last, last of her strength is able to push the portcullis up. The chain goes slack, and one of you runs under and hooks the chain in place, holding the portcullis. She still has, like, the three lines of blood across her forehead, and she is just, like, sweating. Like, this is the most she has done in a long time, and she's just, like, just, it looks insane, I feel like. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think already after that will be, like, that was pretty good. I think you'll actually, like, wipe off one of the blood uh, stains on your forehead. Actually, I don't know if I should have done that. I'm not. I'm not a holy man. You know what? I'm just gonna. Yeah, hands uh, that yourself already. That might have been. That might have been a mistake. That is my bad. Hands <laughs> yourself. 
So you but thank you. You come to a crossroads. Uh, this middle square is the circular room with the sundial, the moon dial in it. If you go across the room, it goes to like looks like a mirrored version of where you just came from, like another portcullis. Um, and you can see a sarcophagus through it, just like the one from the room you just came from. And then to the south is the rubble-filled staircase that you're assuming would have been going straight from the first room. To the north, though, you see a hallway with alcoves, deep alcoves set in it. Uh, I'm going to check on these fucked up corse- corpses of the guy that uh, guys that got torn apart. All right. I mean, I just don't know what's left of them. Well, I guess maybe there's fewer than ten now. So let's see. Three, four, five, six, seven coins, a ticket to a play. Um, and there'll probably be some more coins here as well. So we'll just say six coins each. A short bow with UD6M ammo. And ooh, darts and a dart belt. Does anyone wouldn't mind if I take those arrows? I used all mine back on the boat. Putting them in the cannon. <laughs> you just remembered. Yeah, go ahead. Thank you. I've <laughs> been kind of useless without it. Feels like. I mean, you saw that puzzle back there. I don't know about useless. Yeah, that was amazing. That was so smart. Uh, thank you. Uh, hey, uh, darts? I don't know if anybody, you know, could use those. Uh, I look over at Cedric Cora. Either of you got any range options? I don't know. Um, my deck isn't horrible. Is that what it is? I don't know. I only know I have a flail. Listen, even if you ain't good at throwing these, it's better to have a backup than no backup at all. Right now, it wouldn't be my backup. It would be my primary because I'm out of spell slots. So we can reevaluate, but I would love them now. Take them. I want to know what the name of the play is. Uh Oh, well, uh, it says. What does it say? It says oil. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of it. I don't like it when the Jerry goes into the sun at the end. I'm not familiar with this story. Yeah, do you wanna? Do you want this? I'm not gonna go see it. I've got. I I prefer higher (laughs) quality performances. There you go. I'll hand her the ticket. (laughs) Cedric looks longingly at the ticket, like I shouldn't have taken the dart back. <laughs> I check it in my denim purse. So you said across from us is a similar, almost an identical chamber. Mm-hmm. From what you can see, but this one, uh, I will say, if you kind of like walk all the way over to the portcullis and try and kind of glance around the corner, I think you do see some firelight flickering in the chamber beyond. Like a dim fire is burning in that chamber. Like someone has lit in the brazier over there, possibly as well. 
you think that it mirrors like what, what we did in that one, it does in this one, or somebody else did that? Y'all? I'm gonna guess someone else did that. I hope so. It's less magical. That means less powerful. Burn. Burn. Burn on all you non-magic. <laughs> Burn. <laughs> Didn't mean it that way. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't think we should mess with any of the the mummies again. If you're gonna go in there, y'all. I mean, it's not the wisest idea to go in there, but. Well, where else can we? Go? I mean, where else is there? You can go that way north. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Long hallway with alcoves on either side. Well, my guess is that going to the east will, uh, won't really take us anywhere new. Um, and we'll, unless we want to check down east first, I figure that's just going to be a dead end. But, um... I mean, there is up. That's going to be normal. There is up as well. When you look up, you can see that uh, this goes all the way up uh, into a big tower above you, which has no roof. It's just open to the sky, and you can see the moon. And there's also a balcony uh, about halfway up on the next floor. Yeah, I can't climb up there, so I'm going to see if we can't find stairs. Can we tie a rope to the arrow and shoot it up there like Robin Hood? I have rope! I don't think, uh, the thing is, I don't think Arrow's going to find enough purchase to support like 180 pounds of pure weight. Oh, can my ladybugs come back and tell me what they've been scop scoping out? Yeah, uh, I mean, if you sent them this way, they would just tell you that the shaft goes up, you know, to the next level. I mean, you can ask, it's up to you to ask them the questions, I suppose. Uh, I just asked if they saw any more. Uh, you see any more creatures, living or dead? No more creatures, they say. At all. Did you all hear that? Of course they didn't. Oh, there's no more creatures. <laughs> oh. Well, I'd like to find a way out. Yes, it's been very profitable down here, I must say, but it, it, I, it educational, too. It's fascinating, these ruins, the way these bodies are interred. But I do agree, at some point, we do need to move along. Well, it looks like we've really only got two ways, well, I guess three if we could climb, but seems like that's not an option. And I mean, if we want the, the portcullis to the right, you haven't checked that chamber yet. Also, we have those metal stakes, if we could use those to somehow climb. We might also want to consider if coast is clear enough. We could just rest down here for the night. It's fine you mean, with me. like, go back to the other room, lock that gate, and just... Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Time. Honestly, it seemed pretty secure. So, like, I wouldn't hate ahead. it. I think your logic is flawed so. because the gate does not lock from your side. You lock yourself in, and it opens from the other side. Mm. Um, no, I mean, li listen, I'm not saying that we all go to sleep... Take and watch, obviously, but... They may assume we're dead. I mean, the dead were walking down here. That's certainly a good deterrent. I think Dante's going to walk down the hallway and kind of peek through the other portcullis gate and see 
if this room is truly identical or see as much as he can at least. Yeah, I, I kind of mentioned that you already did that, and all you can oh. really tell is that there seems to be torchlight coming from that side. Mm, okay. Uh, you could I, also do it in the other room. No I, slats. I think you actually see also that the canopic jar shelf is less full. And there are some newer-looking vases around the foot of the canopic jar shelf as well. Now, it's just my opinion, but I say since we're down here... We keep exploring. It's been profitable so far. You, all of your skill sets are amazing. I, I don't see how we can be stopped by these mindless creatures. Worst case, Cora can corral them. I'm more worried about the uh, lamp keepers coming back down here to look for us. Oh, you know, yes, yes. Gather reinforcements. Well, they did get torn apart by those two. I mean, we took out those skeletons pretty easy. Two of them did. But what about the one that Oh, actually, you know what? I take that back. Del soon? <laughs> well, uh, I wasn't in view of it, so I wouldn't have seen what happened to him. I just know that two of them got killed. I think we would have shared information of what we saw. The one that from... escaped was Del soon, in fact. Yeah, he... Oh, I don't know Del soon, but I do outside of game. Another thing is, Cora does say, like, yeah, I could corral him. I mean, we, we know that chamber back there locks from the outside if... If we did run into some skeletons, I know that's not the main fear, but if we did run into some, we I could scare them in there and we could lock them in. Just strategy. But I'll go where y'all go. I just want, you know, these boys, I don't know how much longer they're going to be doing good. But... It's getting late in the night, which is primarily why I was thinking if we can afford it, we take a rest, resume this in the morning. Take Seven. watches through the night. Keep each other's backs safe, but rest up. I guess our options are that, or do we keep pushing for the exit? Uh, I, say, okay. I, say, I say we put it to a vote. Honestly, I'm still no good to push on through. Back and forth. Let's, let's speak in truths here. Sorry, what was your speaking What do you truth? want to do? We need to push on. We don't have very many torches, and if they burn out throughout the night, we're walking blind down here. I completely agree. There are others looking for us. I do not want to rest at this point. I, I, who really puts their trust in mages anyway? Well, you did on the ship, if we're keeping count. I was just rowing the boat. I didn't... Yes, Thank I know. you, old I, man. I totally I noticed. You did. You did very... You did... Won the battle for us. I, 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 I shan't, shan't take that from you. And I don't mean to interrupt. I, I will push on. I would like to get these boys out of here. If we think there's a place to rest out there, I don't, I don't know that there is. If we're just going to run into more trouble out, out once we get out of here. But uh, if I did have the night, I, I could, I have magic. I could make us light. Uh, the torches aren't really a problem. I just, that's not, that's not what I have prepared today. It's also important to note that once day rolls around, this place is going to get lit up. There's plenty of entrances where a light can leak in. Torches may not even be an issue once morning rolls around. I mean, yeah, in this room, they're really not that much of an issue due to the amount of moonlight you're getting. I do have the spell light in my spell book. I just don't have it prepared today, so that's why I didn't use it. All right. 
I will take my decision out of this equation. I think I'm going to lean towards... Uh, Cedric is, says, As much as it would benefit me personally for a bit of rest, I do think the best plan of action is to move forward. Uh, and that's his vote. Alright, yeah. Consider all your goals at this time, everyone. Think about what you have. This is which would be pushing your character's argument here. All right, let's move up this hallway. Maybe we don't touch a bunch of stuff this time. You know, think before we mess with anything. So the hallway's pretty quick to explore. The alcoves seem to be where those skeletons that were chasing them came from. The most important thing about the hallway, though, is it comes to a large uh, kind of stone double doors at the end. And the stone double doors have very ornate carvings of a cat sculpture, and they seem to have slots or, like, depressions in them that are pretty obviously the exact same shape as the crest that you have, except there are two of them. Two depressions in the door. My opinions of the rest, and by honestly, I'm fit to keep on pushing. Well, I think we'll have to go back in and go deal with that other. Yeah, we've only got one of these. It looks like if we need two, we're going to have to kill another mummy. Well, we could scare that guy right into that other room and close the portcullis on him. I, I mean, I could do it. I mean, if you want, we could. It also wasn't actually two. all the... So I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, you're good. I was just thinking out loud. Oh, please continue your thought. I did not mean to interrupt you. I was just thinking out Cora's plan. We'd have to have two people hold the portcullises open. She'd have to go in, scare him away, hope that he makes it all the way down this hall, and then we'd have to drop those doors behind him. The portcullises have, like, big iron hooks on the walls. If you're on the side with the chain, you just pull the chain mm. and hook it on the hook, and then it stays open. Ah, okay. I thought these were anchored into the ground, so they were kind of like a mechanism system. Nope, just a simple pull a chain over a big-ass pulley with two people and hook it on a hook. Nah, then... No, it's a feasible plan. Let's do it. Things get messy, we deal with it. Yeah, I mean, he might be faster than me on the jump, but I know I can scare... I can at least scare him to run away once. All right. So the plan is to explore the next room, possibly the other sarcophagi? Yep. Yep. All right. Let's take a quick break here before you guys explore the next room, and we'll play for another, like, hour if everybody's good for that. Hell yeah. Yep. No noise! Oh, I need a Good drink. Lord, what was that? That was me stretching and saying noise. Um, yeah. Take a 10 and we'll get back to it. Um, Andy, do you mind if I take you up on that nug? <laughs> no, absolutely. Swing by. You uh, know where I live, right? I 2003 West. I don't. 2003 West. What? Sunset. I can text it to you. Yeah, text it to me. Oh, you're dang. You're really close. Okay. All right. I'll be there in a minute. Thanks, buddy.
Oh, I can hear that bong. Sorry, water pipe. Yep. Such a silly rule. Let's say bong in a pot shop. What the hell? Uh, pretty dumb. Hey, gang, how are we feeling about the big game? Digging it. Oh, I'm having hella fun. This is We're hilarious. killing it so far. This group is yeah. fucking on point. Yeah. We're definitely having a lot of fun with these characters and hell yeah. talking. And... Yep, me too. I really so try last... to put myself in Zuzu's shoes here. Yeah. So the last campaign started when we started off. Everyone was afraid to like discuss anything, so everyone was very like, "Um, uh, well, yeah, whatever you guys want to do." And it's like, "No, no, like play your character. What does your character want to do?" And nobody wanted to lead. It was very, uh, very hard to get everyone moving sometimes. So it's good to see everybody in this one's like. Here's the ideas. Let's toss them around. I dig it. You know, let's go with what we're doing. Yeah, I like it too. It's fun. All the different points of views and all the different, like, wants and needs almost. I think last campaign, I, I had a goal that went 13 sessions. And when it finally got relieved, I wasn't there to do it. And so. Like they went and took care of it without me, and so when they finally met back up with me, like and told me that they did it, I was like, like my character went like ape shit basically and tried to attack one of them. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's because he he wound us all up in jail, and in jail they had to break out, and I got taken into a deeper captivity, and so I couldn't like for like two whole sessions, all I could do was basically like talk to an NPC and rely on them to like move me around and like keep me hidden. And so when I like so when I finally got to meet back up with them, it was like, wait, you did what? You didn't come and save me? You you went and did the thing? Oh, and so I like tried to stab our druid. <laughs> <laughs> Granted I was playing like a 